got a story. I've got a story. We've got a story. I'm Brad McEwen, and I'm here to tell that story. This is Beyond the Bank. Hey, y'all, and welcome back to another episode of AB&T's Beyond the Bank. Today, I'm sitting down with the bank's newest relationship banker, Albany native Francis Bell. Welcome, Francis. So glad you could sit with me today. Now, before we get going, I'd like you to tell our listeners a little bit about your role here at ABT and also touch on the relationship banker program you went through when you first arrived at the bank earlier this year. Yeah, absolutely. So here at ABT, I'm really excited to be back in Albany um, and back in the community, but I am responsible for bringing on new client relationships. So what that means is just getting out in the community, letting everybody know kind of that I'm here, that I'm back, and that I'm part of the bank um, and building relationships that way. So bringing on new clients, also working with a small portfolio that's been handed down um, and just generating new loan opportunities from there, deposits and fee incomes. I got you. So it's so full service. I mean, you you are a banker handling commercial stuff. You'll handle, you know, personal lending, uh, deposit management, uh, treasury services. I mean, the whole gamut. Yeah, absolutely. Excellent. Excellent. Now, you know, Francis, unlike a lot of uh, folks who typically go through like an introductory type training program, you were not a newly minted college graduate when you came to ABT. You'd been out in the world. You had done a few things since graduating from college. So tell me a little bit about what you were doing prior to joining ABT. Yeah, absolutely. So it's really kind of cool to see all the pieces fit together. Um, and my story kind of bring me to where I am today. So when I graduated from Old Miss, I moved to Nashville, Tennessee. Um, I'd interned in Nashville in the music industry in college. And so you know, a lot of people from Ole Miss kind of moved there, didn't really know, cool. um, wanted something new. So moved to Nashville and I'd always been the kind of person that was like out and about, um, not really wanting to sit behind a desk, busy body. So I knew sales would kind of be a good fit. So from there, um, I applied to a bunch of different companies when I moved to Nashville. My best friend actually that I was living with started at ADP. So ADP is a human resource company um, and I was an outside sales so I partnered with banks and CPAs um, in the community, kind of all over Nashville. I worked with Bank of America, so I had eight different banking centers um, and was kind of the go-to person for their their clients and customers. Um, and from there, I was in Nashville for a year and liked it. It was fun, but I kind of wanted to be closer to home. I'd been in Ole Miss, which was seven hours away. And believe me, when I went to college, I said, I'm never coming back. And my dad was like, oh, just wait and see. Um, <laughs> Sounds so, familiar. <laughs> yeah. So I was eight hours away, kind of missed being the beach, the lake, that kind of thing. So moved to Atlanta after a year in Nashville and was in Atlanta for two years, moved with ADP doing the same thing. Okay. Um, so super involved there, maintained my relationship with Bank of America um, in in Atlanta. So that was cool. You know, never also never said I was going to move to Atlanta. I was like, no way, but <laughs> surprised myself again. Um, so in Atlanta, it was fun and I was, you know, closer to home. A lot of friends from home were in Atlanta. A lot of friends from Ole Miss were in Atlanta. So it was kind of a good medium. Um, and while I was there, so after, I guess my kind of coming into my second year, year and a half in Atlanta, um, COVID hit Boom. and I know not to harp on it, but I always say like, of course at all, not thankful for COVID, but it gave me the opportunity. We went back and it was in March and we were out in the field and all of a sudden our sales executive did a FaceTime call and was like, all right, everybody go home. Like, stop what you're doing. Go home. Get off the road. Get yeah. out of the public. It was crazy. So we were working from home from then. Like, we didn't know. They were like two weeks. Then it was like two months. Then it was like September. 
So I took that time. I was like stuck in my tiny apartment in Atlanta working from home. Not fun. So I came back to my family's lake house and spent time there. That's um, Lake Blackshear, right? Yeah, Lake Blackshear. So not at all thankful for COVID, but it did give me the opportunity to come back to Albany without setting my roots here. Um, and it's kind of tested out. It's completely different as an adult than it was growing up. So like when I left, I was like never coming back. And then here I was. Um, but it's just like the community relationships, being able to see people, you know, at the grocery store and people like even kind of funny, but like your friend's parents, like yeah. they're always so excited to see you. Yep. Um, and so it was really cool kind of being back then. And it came on, I guess it was in the beginning of the year, end of, end of 2020. And I wasn't really sure. Like they were saying we were going back to the office and I knew I didn't want to leave Albany. My lease was coming up. So I was kind of talking to people in Albany about opportunities and got in touch with Chase Harvard. And Chase was like, send me your resume, send it to Matt. Um, And here we are. And here we are. (laughs) Well, you know, I'm always fascinated by stories like that, Francis, because, you know, like you, I was a person that grew up in Albany and you know, it's not the most exciting place necessarily for a teenager. And, you know, there's not a lot of nightlife, restaurants, things like that. So I was very much the, I'm not going to come back to Albany. I'm going to go strike out in the in the greater world. Um, talk to me a little bit. I mean, you touched on it, but let's get, I want you to get kind of specific um, about the the real things that you have noticed. Uh, and, and some of it, I know you saw when you were at the lake during that time period. But, you know, once you make that decision, like, hey, I'm going to take a job in this place. I'm, I'm going to move there for real and set down those roots that you didn't have to set down during that COVID. I know that feeling has even grown for you because, you know, I get to talk to you a good bit here at the bank. Yeah. So talk to me a little bit about what those specific things are that are so appealing about Albany, uh, you know, to someone in your circumstance. Yeah, absolutely. So it's funny, like seeing friends from here that have also moved back. So like there's a couple of people that I wasn't really close with growing up, but that are here too. And we kind of knew of each other then. And we were all talking the other day and it was like, Albany has so much of an opportunity. And there really is like, it's such a cute place and there's so many great people here. It's just really getting invested and involved that I feel like is kind of what our community needs and being able to come back with a different perspective and like seeing places like Oxford, Mississippi, which is a small town, just like Albany and the opportunities that it has. And I mean, even in Atlanta, like it's so segregated, there's like little communities in Atlanta, like being able to bring some of those outside views back to Albany um, and kind of like see the community relationships, like everybody, you know, you could not seen somebody for 15 years and they still remember you and they still didn't call you by name. And those things are important. And so being able to kind of like build on that, and have like a younger group that's coming back that's, you know, wants to be involved in the community and wants to get engaged. I just feel like one thing that we really need to do is open up the opportunities that we have here. Um, maybe not be so, so close minded that it's a place that it used to be 20 years ago when you were in high school and you were so ready to get out, but like seeing it from a different light and what we do have and being able to grow that. Yeah, yeah. No, here I, with, I, here. I, I love the idea of growth too. You know, again, I, you know, I came back to to Albany when my wife and I got were getting married, and we specifically came to a place where we felt like we were comfortable with family here, yeah. and we're going to start a family. You just need that support. But I, you know, I I remember the things that my parents talked about when we moved to Albany in the mid eighties. You know, yeah. and there was growing industry and all these things, and it may not be the same today as it was then, but I have a sense of you can make it something. You know, do you feel that? 
Yeah, absolutely. We it's funny to like talk to them. And I remember when I was growing up here, going to the baseball games. Who was it? The Peanuts or mm -hmm. whoever it was out, and that was like one of the most fun things ever. And so talking to people that are from like Bacon and Camilla around the surrounding areas that have kind of moved to Albany to start their careers my same age. It's really cool to talk to them and be like, hey, I remember going to those games. Like, why don't we bring something like that back? And just having like a new perspective um, and people that want to get involved and kind of just opening the doors of a new light. Sure, sure. Now, um, along those same lines, you know, you've talked about the things you've seen um, and things that kind of made you happy when you've as you've come back and, and you know, begun your career here. Talk to me a little bit about the reception that you've received from others in the community, including that generation that you were talking about, you, you know, your, your parents' generation. You know, I remember when I was a kid, uh, my dad was a human resources guy and he worked at Flint Textile. So he knew all these people from all these different walks of life. And I used to get so embarrassed when we'd be out <laughs> running errands because it was like, dude, who don't you know? And we got to stop and do the whole introduction. Talk to everybody. Thing. Yeah. Well, now fast forward, I'm the dad. I got my teenager and we're bumping into people and I'm introducing and I see that in a different way now because it's exciting for me uh, as the person kind of showing off the community. So what what kind of reception have you gotten? Yeah. And it's funny. I definitely see the same thing. So my parents both still live here. So it's, you know, I knew these people at a younger age and now they can introduce me as, hey, she's back. Like, this is what Francis is doing now. Um, and then being able to introduce my parents to people that maybe they don't know um, is really fun. So it's really good. It's cool to be involved on a different side. So not necessarily like the high school football, that atmosphere mm -hmm. that I used to be involved in, but seeing things and what goes into making Albany what it is. Um, That's good. That's good. Now, if you had to, if you had to point to, you know, have there been any sort of aha moments or, you know, things that have happened to you in the, you know, since you've been back that, you know, just sort of reinforced what you had already seen, or maybe, like were just aha moments about something in the community that you just didn't even know existed really prior to being here. Anything? I'm trying to think. Well, I mean, you know, I see, I, you know, I see things differently. Um, you know, there are things in Albany that I resources that we had that I didn't know we had and yeah. certain types of people that I didn't know we had and folks doing things that I just didn't know. And I had a few sort of those moments early on when I got back where I was like, well, dang, I didn't know we had that in Albany. Is there, has there been anything like that for you? Yeah. Well, I feel like it's been kind of a weird time because I feel like now everybody's kind of ready to get reengaged and ready. You know, we've had a slow period where, yeah, there haven't been as many gatherings and there haven't been oh, as yeah. many things and everybody's hoping to bring up that back up. Um, and so being able to be a part of kind of people that are helping with that involvement um, is really cool. And then being able to see like, Obviously, we have these opportunities, but we need to have people support them and participate to be able to keep it going. So my brother is back here, too. And it's funny because we're, I mean, 26 and 27 and we're both like anytime there's anything downtown at the Flint River, anytime there's anything at the brewery or we even like went to the aquarium last weekend, like just me and him. And it was really fun. And like being able to actually get out and get involved and contribute, um, which is what our parents always drilled in our heads growing up. We were always at every single art museum, every single Chi Hall day, whatever it was, but kind of seeing the importance of that now. Um, and that we have to appreciate the things that we have and we have to kind of, you know, participate in them to help them grow. And if we want to see our downtown turn into a Macon or a Columbus, then we have to be engaged and we have to be involved um, and get out in the community and support what we have. Sure. 
to do to make it better. Yeah, like anything worthwhile, you know, uh, you have to nurture it. Yeah. You have, to, you have to take care of it, you know, or it won't be there. Yeah. And we have cool things here in Albany. So you're kind of seeing it from a different light and appreciating what we do have versus being ready to hit the road and get to Oxford. That's right. That's right. It's good to be back. Well, and and I do want to touch on this because you and I were talking the other day just about how much stuff goes on in Albany that not everybody even really realizes goes on Yeah. Uh, in terms of, you know, whether it's a 5K race or, you know, uh, some little gathering where a musician's playing. I mean, talk to me about some of that stuff. Yeah. So together, my brother and I both are, you know, big supporters. Um, he's been back for two years, then I've been back for um, coming on a year. Um, and it's fun. Like we... We actually both ran into 5K the other day. When we got there, he was like, wow, like I thought it was just going to be our families here. Like it's funny to like see how many other people are involved. And when you start to participate in those things, it's really cool to kind of see the community come together. Um, or when we go down to Fridays on the Flint, um, really finding out what's going on and just going, like not being hesitant to go because you don't know who's going to be there. But we've made a lot of new friends and a lot of people that we didn't even know were in Albany. Um, and then seeing people that have moved to Albany too, like some of our friends from Augusta that went to dental school and moved here, Mm -hmm. um, and seeing like other people's perspectives of Albany, like it's not just where we grew up and where we're back, that there are other people coming to the community and there are other people that want to get involved here too. Well, and I'm glad you brought that up because I know, you know, at the, I remember being at that point in my life where, you know, I had lots of friends that I'd spent a lot of time with and they were all in different places Yeah, and you end up becoming a resource and they're all asking you and, and wanting to get your advice. Talk to me about some of the things that, uh, you know, others have told you as you've sort of said, Hey, y'all should check this out. And then they do. And tell me about that reaction. Yeah. So, um, some of our friends that are from out of town, like both he works at F and W. So some of the people that he knows there and the people that I've met through the bank, um, and just getting involved in community things, other people, People that move here, you know, they know about like one Mexican restaurant or they know about like one one place to go eat or one thing to do. Um, and so being able to kind of bring them with us and show them the other things that Albany has to offer and not just in Albany, but like surrounding areas. There's so much that we're so close to and we're so fortunate that, you know, even if it's three hours to the beach or an hour to Perry, that there's other things that are so close to us that we, you know, we can take advantage of too that are right here and all. You know, well, absolutely. Area. Well, and, and let's, you know, I love to think about this. You know, how long did it take you to get from your apartment to work in Atlanta? Oh my gosh. On Friday afternoon yeah. when the president would come to town because we were up by the airport. Mm-hmm. I mean, it would take an hour and a half to get home sometimes. Now let's think about all the places you can go in an hour and a half from here. Yeah. No kidding. It's crazy. And then like, just the commute, like I live out in Leesburg. And so it's so funny. My parents are like, oh my gosh, you're so far out there. I'm like, so far, it's 12 minutes. Like, it's really <laughs> not that bad. Um, so just, we're so fortunate. And we become, that's one of the things when I was thinking about moving back, I was like, I can seriously get off of work, go work out, get my hair cut and have time to eat dinner all in one night. Where when I was coming home from work in Atlanta, I was, couldn't even take my dog on a walk before it was dark outside. Um, so it's, it's a really great place and I'm excited to be back. And I've also talked to a lot of friends that are coming back that are thinking about coming back. So it's kind of cool to be one of the ones that's here before everybody else. And that's a big responsibility though. If you, you know, when you're, when you're the one uh, vouching for something, you better hope they have as uh, great experience as you did. Well, no, it was funny. I was at a wedding um, with a bunch of friends from college not too long ago. And 
everybody was like, oh, so you're still in Atlanta? And I was like, no, I actually moved home. And they're like, oh, it's okay. I did that for six months too. And I was like, no, like I wanted to, like, I love it. It's fun. It's great. So it's funny, like seeing the perspective. Um, Cause a lot of them, even in Mississippi are from small towns. So, and then the ones that I would talk to that were like, oh, I've done that too. Like a lot of them are from Jackson and they've moved back to Jackson. So it's funny kind of how it works that you go off so far and then you come back to what you know. Absolutely. Well, there's a certain, there's a certain comfort in that. And, um, and it, in fact, it brings me to another topic that I wanted to touch on a little bit. You know, you and I are, are two different generations, you know, what, how, what we experienced growing up was just slightly different. Mm-hmm. Um, the world that we entered into was just a little bit different. And, you know, anybody in a, in a business environment, we're looking at things like that, generational differences, challenges that we encounter as employers, as bankers out in the community when we're dealing with business owners and the challenges they're dealing with. Um, and there's a common theme that you touched on that I've heard from other folks who are, you know, in similar circumstances. Mm-hmm. And that is, something like being able to do all those things after work instead of having to divide it up. I mean, it's kind of a joke, but I remember in college, my best friend lived in Atlanta and we'd be talking on the phone and, you know, I'd ask him what he was doing on a Saturday. And he was like, well, I got to, you know, return some movies. I got to pick up my dry cleaning. I got to get a hair, all this busy work yeah. stuff. And I was like, man, I did that after work. Yeah. You know, I'm going to play golf enjoy today. my weekend. Yeah. You know, but, and it mattered a lot to, that, that kind of mattered to me, but, for my friend, it was more like, well, it's a necessary evil because mm-hmm. I need to make this living X, you know, X yeah. amount of money or whatever. Um, but there seems to be differences now for a lot of people in what it is they're looking for in their life. So talk to me about the quality of life aspect and how you view that. Yeah. And that's really funny because that's exactly when I was talking to Matt kind of on the phone when I was still living in Atlanta about coming back. Um, and I was telling him, I was like, I'm you know, it's just been so nice to be able to do so many things and have the time back in my day that I was spending. I mean, there was a Publix in Atlanta that was 1.2 miles from my house and it would take me 30 minutes to get there, park in the parking garage, get inside. So just like all the time that it took to do the little things. And when I was talking to him, he did the same exact thing. He was like, I was in Atlanta and I realized that what was important to me was hunting and being outside and having time with my family. And I was like, like, same, like, so that's kind of what I knew. I was like, okay, AB and T is a good place for me. Um, these people are the same kind of people that I am. So, and that's what it really was important to me. Like I grew up being able to go to the lake on the weekends or being able to go to the beach on the weekends. And it was three hours away. So when I was in Atlanta, like you were five, six hours from the beach. And so you would have to take a day off to even be able to go to the beach. And I was like, this is crazy. Like I have a place that I know that I know people that I'm comfortable that has great opportunities. That's so much closer to everything that I really love doing. And so when I was thinking about being in Atlanta, you know, when you graduate from college, everybody has so many things that they, you know, kind of have like checklists that they want to get done and they want to cross off their list. And I was totally the same way. Like there were so many things that I was like, okay, I have to do this to feel accomplished and I have to do this. And when I kind of started to realize like what's really important to me and what I really love to do is to be outside and to have time have a huge golden retriever to have time to spend with him and have time to spend, you know, at the lake and just like peace places that I love. I was like, what am I really doing? And that kind of COVID and the time at home opened those, opened my eyes to what I was really missing out on. And it wasn't sitting in traffic in Atlanta. I mean, the things that we would still go to the same five restaurants in Atlanta. And that was the funny thing is when I realized I was like, okay, we go to the same Mexican restaurant and that's exactly what we do at home. So what am I doing sitting in all this traffic? to do that. And so I still have a ton of friends there and absolutely like loved my time there, but I'm so glad to be back and to be able to have 
the time to do the things that I love on the weekends, like you were saying, not do all my chores that I needed to do during the week. Absolutely. Well, and, and the other thing too, and, and, and it, I feel like I'm beating a dead horse here, but yeah. you know, I remember when I was finishing up at the university of Georgia and you know, you, everybody of course would love to just stay in Athens, but that's just not, <laughs> I mean, it's not a real adult place to try to stay. Uh-huh. And so a lot of folks migrate to Atlanta and, and the things they're thinking about are, you know, great restaurants, uh, sports teams, concerts yeah. and all this stuff. And I always thought it was really funny. All, a lot of my buddies that moved over there, they never did that stuff anyway because they yeah. didn't have the time to do it. I know. And so now. <laughs> I was driving up and going to as many concerts as they were going to. Exactly. And that's what I realized. I was like, look, I can live somewhere where I love the people that I'm around and I love the things that I get to be involved in. And then also you can still drive to Atlanta on the weekends. And even better, I have a free place to stay with all my friends that still live up there. So um, <laughs> it's really cool to be back and to be close and to be able to see things from a different light than I did growing up and to be able to see really what we have to offer here and the opportunities that there are. Um, Albany is a great place and I'm happy to be a part of it. Well, Francis, we're, we're incredibly, you know, proud and pleased to have, have somebody like you not only, you know, come back to not only join ab but come to back to the Albany community and, and help spread the message about what this, you know, place is and, and the kind of people that are here and what can be accomplished here. Um, you know, I don't want to keep you too much longer. Uh, we've had a great conversation, but I do want to, touch a little bit on, well, I want to get your perspective when you sort of, and this is a tough one. It may be a little bit of a curveball, but when you kind of close your eyes and and you picture your life career and at Albany five, 10 years from now, what, what does that look like to you? Yeah. Well, I'm excited. Like I was saying, like, there's a lot of people that I've talked to that are planning on moving back. So I'm kind of glad to have a little edge on that and to already be here. So five or 10 years, like it's pretty crazy that we're growing up as fast as we are. I mean, you too. I know we were talking about that the other day that it's so funny being back and being like, wow, I'm the one that I'm the one that's heading up these things. And that's a part of the things that you used to just participate in. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's really cool to see that and to really be able to grow my roots here and have the opportunity to do it so early. Um, it's definitely where I'm going to stay and definitely where I'm going to be. And so it's cool to be able to go ahead and, you know, lay the foundation, um, and find the things that are important to me and be able to get involved in them and to be able to have that edge and the kind of upper hand by the time, you know, 10 years down the road Mm -hmm. to already have those roots so strong um, and the foundation laid. Yeah. So you can really make an impact. Yeah. You know, I want the, I want the next 10 years after that looks like. Right. And to see things now and to be able to picture, you know, kind of where we want them to be and be able to be a part of that. Um, So not coming in later in the game and kind of, seeing what's happened, but being able to really be a voice, um, and a advocate for what we want to happen here and being able to have a hand in it. Um, it's really cool. Yes. Uh, an agent of change. <laughs> That's a wonderful thing. Wonderful thing. Well, before we uh, wrap up one last thing, uh, give us a little bit of flavor about your time at AB&T and, and sort of what you've experienced and, uh, you know, how that's been going for you. Yes. Yeah, so it was really cool to come in, um, to such an awesome opportunity. So, like I mentioned before, I had a little bit of the banking side from my time at ADP. So I partnered with those financial centers. Um, and so I had a flavor of it. And that was cool to be able to come in and really have somebody invest so much time in me um, and the opportunity that I have to open the doors. So it took a lot. started taking a ton of classes with the GBA and ABA when I first came. Um, and I was in my office and Matt and Perry would walk by and even Brad would be like, 
all right, like, I know you're so ready to get out of here. So just keep your head down, keep doing your classes, keep doing what you're doing. Um, and I'm so glad because I learned so much just through those times of studying and then being able to go out and participate in conversations and see kind of how those things play into real life and the opportunities that, you, you know, you as a banker can have and the the support that you can have for your community through a role like this. And to be able to do that and invest in our community here is really a cool thing to be a part of. Well, it is a very cool thing to be a part of, Francis, and, and it's really cool to be a part of an organization that uh, employs folks like you. So, yeah. you know, for me personally, I, I, you know, I'm just super pleased, you know, that you've joined the team and it's just been fun to watch uh, your growth, uh, not only as a banker, but just as a citizen in Albany. And uh, there's a real sense of excitement around that. And so I'm just really glad we were able to sit down and talk about that. Today. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Brad. Until next time, this is Brad and this has been Beyond the Bank. Thank you.